Hello everyone, this is Josh from the Wrestling with the Bullies podcast. I'm here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain that it's free. There's creation tools that help you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. They go through Apple Podcasting and pretty much anywhere that sets up uh, podcasting for you. Also, you can make your money from your podcast too. Like, and it doesn't take that much at all for you to be able to do it too. So, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you guys are interested, just go to the app in the app, both the iOS and the Android store, or you could go to their website at Andrew, uh, anchor.fm. Thank you and have a good day. All right. Welcome, everybody. Time for the uh, series uh, of like the ending of the first year of doing the podcast we're we're pretty much doing the best of 2020 which i figured the top five matches in like the top uh our favorite pay-per-view of the year i thought but i mean it could be any of our favorite things that happened over the fucking year too so i figured that this would be a better uh, place than ever to end up talking about it but knowing that uh, it just recently happened, I felt I felt like adding the Brody Lee passing too, especially how they were showing on Dynamite and stuff, where they did an excellent tribute towards him, and even WWE kind of did like a cool one too. Like somebody was talking about like how it seemed like they were having AEW do theirs first, and then they did their little tribute package afterwards. That's what it seemed like to me. But they also had wrestlers like do his moves. Oh yeah, and then a lot of like I think on Raw, Ricochet and Xavier Woods did something, and then oh yeah, uh, like I saw that Ricochet did his discus clothesline. Same with John Silver on the AEW Dynamite too, yeah. mm-hmm. and even Lance Harper or Lance Archer dressed up like Luke Harper or like his. Uh, alter ego, whatever, WWE character. So, I mean, like, you really show, like, how much he was, how respected he was, obviously, if all these people are, like, tributing him, and especially uh, knowing that uh, they did a whole episode towards him, too. Well, you know, one of the biggest things I noticed is that on Twitter, like, there's been quite a few wrestlers that have passed, you know, over the years, you know, but the outpouring that all the wrestlers gave on Twitter for him was different than I'd ever seen. I mean, it was like almost every single wrestler said something, which, you know. Yeah, which is like a rare thing. It's like kind of like how I heard about Bruiser Brody, right? Like, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. I mean, they kind of had similar characters like Luke Harper was like a lot watered down version of Bruiser Brody but uh, essentially he was kind of like that character in a way I mean the only difference was that he didn't beat the shit out of everybody when he was in the ring with people yeah but like his character was kind of like that 
and supposedly he was universally loved backstage or whatever, or at least to certain people. They said that he was a sweet guy and stuff like that, like kind of the same thing. But it looked like he just pissed off the wrong people, which I definitely recommend for somebody. And like if they're interested in any of that shit, especially Bruiser Brody and stuff, you should check out the Dark Side of the Ring episode that they did of his thing. I only mention it because it made me think of him, like, when he passed and, like, everything that I was hearing from Luke Harper was kind of the same thing that I was, when I was watching the Dark Side of the Writing episode, it kind of reminded me of the same thing because, like, a lot of people, like, said about how much they cared for Bruiser Brody and shit, and it seemed like the same thing. I mean, it sucks, too. I definitely think he should have gotten more than what he did get, especially in WWE, always been a fan of luke harper i thought i think like one of the main things that ever anybody talked about luke harper was how much he should have been in that triple threat between i i think it was the match where they did the cockroaches on the ring and shit where it was randy orton versus uh uh bray wyatt where i think he lost it yeah i think he lost the title at that match yeah, it's crazy and how much he looked like one that we were at jeez well, that's what I'm saying. His sim- it's very similar for, like, his character and shit. And, like, that's what I'm saying. It reminds me of the same thing. But, uh, what's it called? I think we were at that WrestleMania, too. The one with Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. That's the one that we were at. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, it just sucks knowing that he passed. But I thought I'd mention it while we were talking about everything on here. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's funny how, like, I, I was thinking about, like, some of my favorite matches over the years. Like, uh, so, one thing I want to ask, how are we going to do this? Are you going to go through your top five and then I top my top five? Or are we going to do, like, know. our fifth figuring, one? And we'll talk. I was figuring I was going to go and then you were going to go, that type of shit okay. or something. And then if it was, like, if we had matches where we both had the same idea then you know like we would both comment or whatever yeah i figured that's probably the easiest way i mean like otherwise it would have been like hey we just combined them or something like that but i i don't know i figure probably next year whenever we do this again it'll probably be a little bit different but like, uh, I was thinking about, like, the main one when I was thinking about this list that I was just, it was so weird to me, you know, that it kept popping up into my mind was the fucking Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens match <laughs> like that we just talked well, about. The one that just happened? Yeah. Like, I was, I was thinking about most of the matches that were happening, and, like, I was just like, fuck. That was like the main one that was popping into my head. Well, I can tell I mean, you, sure Roman Reigns is nowhere on my list. Yeah. Hey, I totally, <laughs> I, I totally understand. I mean, there's like a lot of like other ones, but like I definitely think that uh, it's probably at least the number five, or like maybe like honorable mention. But I was honestly thing, surprised like, was the when I started to think about it. You know, which yeah. I thought were the best. Well, that's what I'm saying. I was like, there was certain ones where I was just like, oh, yeah, that was really good. Like, I mean, it seems kind of weird knowing that you would add, like, a whole Royal Rumble match into it, too. I mean, you can. Like, because this uh, this Royal Rumble match was, like, 
probably one of the better ones in the past couple of years, mostly because fucking finally they got rid of fucking Brock Lesnar after that. <laughs> like a couple months later, but like, oh man. So what's your number five? Uh, probably the Roman Reigns versus uh, either that. And you know what? I'll, I'll probably say honorable mention for like the Roman Reigns and uh, uh, Kevin Owens match. And I'll just say the Royal Rumble match is probably the number five. Okay, so just which because... match? Because you're talking about the one at TLC, right? Yeah, the TLC Did one. Did you see the one on SmackDown gonna... on Friday? Uh, no, I didn't get to check that, that one. Yet. Well, it wasn't a Roman Reigns match. Take that back. It was Jay Uso versus Kevin Owens, but Roman Reigns interfered. So, uh, yeah, and threw him off the Thunderdome on the tables. Anyways, um, but yeah, yeah. So, okay. And then your number five is the men's Royal Rumble match. Okay. Yeah, and that's what I would figure. Just because I thought it was like one of the better ones of the. And it, it seems kind of weird to mention some of the cin- cinematic matches too, but I mean, I got one of those on there, the, like probably the only one that I got on there, but still. Now, this wasn't just WWE, right? Because I didn't, I did no, I, mean, I have <laughs> other, I have some AEW ones on there too, okay. mostly because AEW is the only other one that I watched. Yeah, that was in here. I think other than Ring of Honor or whatever, but. I mean, I think I'm the only one that watches Ring of Honor, but I don't have enough time to watch all of them. I mean, yeah, I, I, know. I only have enough. Like when we got all the fucking, when we got like four damn shows or three shows from Raw, then we got Dynamite, and so it's like you don't have a whole lot of, and we got the pay per views every month, sometimes even two in a month. <laughs> yeah, so our focus will be on AEW and WWE. Yeah, that's what I figured, yeah. And then if there was any, like, Ring of Honor matches I was thinking for somebody to check out, I was just going to mention them. That's funny, though, but, because yeah. looking at all, you know, when you start looking online, you know, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling is probably the one that everybody should be watching. It seems like a lot of highly oh, yeah. rated matches were on that. Well, that, usually uh, because they have some of their most consistent performers on there. Right, like uh, Okada, I always fuck up his first name, but uh, Okada, every time, like, they say, like, he's, like, when it was him and Kenny Omega doing his shit and doing their shit, like, every time that they were, like, oh, yeah, they're, like, number five-star performance, like, they're, like, they're Cena's, right? Like, Okada and Omega and I think most of the other guys now, like they're they're they've put Jay White as like a huge guy too. Mm. Like it's he's not nearly as big, and like he's supposedly the leader of Bullet Club since uh, Kenny and them left. But uh, that doesn't mean shit anyway. Like uh, what's it called? Uh, unlike Jay White, he's probably one of their main people that they brought in. They have a thing called Young Lions where it's like any of them starting out. Then like they and they have them. Uh, I think they usually have them in black trunks and black uh, black uh, shoes, and then they just and then they train them that way, and then they built up from the system from New Japan. So like uh, Shinsuke, I think was one, and uh, I'm trying to think Kenta was one too, I think, and then Jay White and a few others. 
And uh, I don't think uh, Kenny Omega was one because he was in uh, like a bunch of other places before he was in New Japan, but still. <clears throat> but supposedly, yeah, most of the, the highest rated matches over the years was like in New Japan. <laughs> so what's your no- number but, three, Josh? Since Oh. Well, which one's your? Oh, I haven't even do done. you want me to just go through thought, all mine? Well, isn't that what you said? Because do, do you want to? Uh, I mean, I was thinking me, like me, do mine, and then oh, okay, never mind. But, uh, so, do you want to do each of our number fives <laughs> and then each of our number fours? And yeah, that's what okay. I was thinking. I should have mentioned yeah, that. You, oh, you, I guess like we got it. Yeah. Confused, so but, okay, but, so your number five was the men's Royal Rumble match. Yeah. My number five was Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles for the Intercontinental belt back on SmackDown oh, in yeah. June. Shit, I totally forgot about that match. But, I mean, I don't, I don't think I ever watched no, that. That was the one where AJ got it, where you were like, what? what? <laughs> I think it was not too long after uh, WrestleMania when they brought him back early. That was when he oh, won it. Yeah, okay, yeah. I think that was like a, a few months before, because that was before when Jeff Hardy won it, like a couple months after he he did or something. Yeah, that right? was the shocker. Remember that was what I was talking about a couple of weeks ago. I think on the last podcast was, uh, did you drop off, Josh? No, then oh. I, I I forgot to turn off my sound. Oh, okay. <laughs> I heard <boo-doo. laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, if I if it doesn't have any audio coming out for a little bit, it'll just shut okay. off. But uh, yeah, that was the one where I was talking about. Oh yeah, AJ Styles gets buried alive, and then he comes back not even a month later, and then wins a belt. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> but that was an awesome match, though. I mean, it wasn't the best. You know, obviously it was my fifth best. But uh, at number four, I had the uh, men's Royal Rumble match. So you had it at number five. I had it at number four. Yeah. And again, that was mainly the biggest reason was because Brock Lesnar lost. Yeah. And, and like they made, they set up Drew like super. That too, good. yeah. Like uh, claymoring him over the damn ropes yep. and shit. Shit. Damn. But uh, I would probably say my number four is probably Keith Lee versus Adam Cole, the double title match. Or the winner takes all match or okay. whatever. Where, yeah, because that was super good, especially the build up, like especially the pounce where he pushed Adam Cole over the fucking, uh, over the barricade and shit. That was like a huge meme at the time. <laughs> they did that shit a yeah. lot. Like they kept, like they're like, "Hey, get the fuck out of here!" That yeah. If I would have seen that match, it may have been on my list, but I didn't see that one. I wasn't a big NXT person. For most of the yeah, year. I think that was one of the ones, one of the takeovers that yeah. you didn't see. So, yeah. um, I probably missed that one because I didn't, you know, NXT wasn't the only time I really watched that is when we watched the takeover pay per views. I don't typically watch it every Wednesday because I'm watching AEW. So, um, yeah. but yeah, so. Yep, yeah. So, should I lead off with my third one then? I mean, you, yeah, that's what I would do so we can get back in line with what we were. Yeah, but uh, I keep going back and forth on it. I'm trying to think, like, uh, because there's a couple, but 
I would probably have to say that Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly at TakeOver 31. I really enjoyed that match, too. And it's That was the that one where I both of them got hurt, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, I think that was the main drawback out of the whole thing. But I really enjoyed that match. But, I mean, like, I'm a huge, like, uh, fan of Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor. So, I knew that they were going to do a good match. <laughs> and... So uh, some of the, um, like I should mention while we're talking about all this shit, it's like some of these matches like that certain people are going to comment on too, like uh, Walter versus Ilya Jorgunov and stuff like that. I haven't watched a match, so I'm not going to add it to mine. It's just like any of the shit that I watched over that the year. Was, that I was think because, the same yeah, thing anyway. I'm doing the same thing because there were a lot what the other people had opinions on that i didn't see so i'm i'm not gonna just say it's the best match of the year because for me i didn't see it so i can't agree or disagree with that so i did the same thing you did but uh so you want to know what my number three was (laughs) yeah Uh, darby allen versus cody rhodes at full gear Oh, dude, I was so thinking about that one, too. I didn't put it on the list, though, but uh, I, I was thinking about that one. Yep, so that, you know, I'm a huge Darby Allen fan, uh, which is kind of surprising because he's a little guy, but um, he he just, I i don't know if you've, you've probably gotten it from me that I'm a big fan of the wrestlers that put their bodies on the line. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that, that's kind of weird, but. You know, like Sasha Banks, to me, she sells her moves. I think Darby Allen does, too. I'm a fan of Jeff Hardy because he does the same thing. You know, I, I'm i mm-hmm. not one of these guys that does. I don't like the guys that no-sell shit. Uh, it, it annoys the hell out of me. Brock Lesnar is one of the worst at doing it. I think it's. I think the main thing with no selling, though, it has Sometimes to, I know it has to it, do it, with, it, you know, your character, right? But. But sometimes yeah. just, that's uh, what I'm saying. It really depends on the situation. If I see Brock Lesnar no selling moves constantly, it's gonna take me and take the immersion out. It just means like he doesn't want to mm-hmm. sell moves. Yeah. Right. It's one thing if you're trying to tell a story, right? And then you're like, I'm not I'm like the Kevin Owens match where we were talking about like how he was like, You gotta fucking kill mm-hmm. me and shit during the match where he was struggling to get up and stuff like that. I mean, granted, he wasn't no-selling it, but if he was doing something like doing the same effect where he was still hitting him and then he kept getting up in the meantime, and he's like, yeah, this ain't shit. Yeah, this ain't shit. And he's talking the whole time. Like, just imagine, like, Roman Reigns doing that shit. Like, no-selling just be and like, and to a dude, like, way bigger than him, though. It would have to be, like, Braun Strowman or somebody, like, way bigger than him for the work but like i could see that in certain people like to no sell but like i think it just depends on the match too like if they're trying to tell a certain story and the match rather than them just hey this is my character i just no sell a lot mm-hmm. of moves <sighs> but uh yeah Oh man, I keep on fighting about like which my favorite match was too. Yeah, mine, <laughs> mine wasn't a fight. It was well, yeah, it really wasn't a fight for mine. But 
Yeah. Because my number two probably gonna surprise a lot of people, but you know, again, I yeah, there's just like way too many good matches out there that like mess with me. My number two wasn't on anybody's list, so (laughs) yeah, like because I was I was trying to go back and forth with it because there's uh, too many where like. I was and like even now I was sitting there thinking about the Firefly Funhouse match with uh, John Cena. I was wanting to put on this list just because I enjoyed it. So oh, much. I, I yeah, that one. I don't know. I didn't even think about that one, but the way they did that one, just to get rid yeah, of him, like, that was perfect based on yeah. Cena's character. Um, and really, most of the Firefly, or well, I don't know if you can, like, whatever, cinematic matches that Bray has been in, The like, most of them have been good. I mean, uh, the Braun Strowman one was kind of, like, iffy, but, I mean, the best one by far was the Firefly Funhouse one. Like, and I don't want to add the Boneyard match in, too, because, I mean, I liked it, but, like, it wasn't, like, my favorite. Well, those like, are filmed. It's kind of hard mine, to... Yeah, choreographed and everything I mean, else. Like, I know wrestling matches are choreographed too, but it's different. I mean, yeah, it's like kind of like doing the fix I something. Think, it's different than oh yeah, something live. Oh, yeah. then if you fuck it up, you fly, fuck up, yeah. right? When you film a cinematic match, like, it better uh, be good because you can retake the shit you fuck up. I mean, so <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the stadium stampede match. And the, I mean, I think that was filmed, but they also did like stuff in the arena or something at the time, I think. But I mean, I don't, I don't remember if they like didn't tape scenes in the the middle of it or whatever, but still, it's like kind of like the ultimate deletion matches. And I think that if it wasn't for Matt Hardy, they would probably never done the cinematic Mm -hmm. matches really. Like, because they would have probably kept doing what they were doing, but like, knowing that it was working with him, I think that's the main reason why I was working. But, like, and also at the same time, I don't know if I should have put uh, Adam Page versus uh, Kenny Omega as my number two, but like, it just has worked out that way, mostly because I could keep rewatching it and stuff. I mean, that's probably not like somebody's like number two. Like out of everybody, yeah, you're talking stuff, about the one at full gear, just, right? Really yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like AEW did some really, really excellent matches. Like, even the one where Adam Page was going against Wardlow was good, but I mean, I've always liked Adam Page, though. He's been very consistent, even when he was in Ring of Honor and stuff like that. So, like, you could tell that he, he was good at his work, and I definitely think that his acting skills are like one reason why I like him the most Adam too, is then he yeah yeah like I mean like right now like to me he's sells better shit than yeah Omega does. Is an idiot but I, I mean also, I, I have a hard time even though he puts on good matches like you said his promo skills need work it's like yeah and I wonder if yeah. that's why they put him like with right uh, now, that older guy yeah Don oh, Callis I think the reason why they put that was because they were doing stuff where they're doing impact with AEW. So I think that's the main reason why they're trying to build up uh, stuff where they go against each other. He's just not a good talker. I mean, it's... 
Because I have a hard time listening yeah. to him when he's cutting a promo. Yeah, I feel, uh, I definitely agree because there's times like I was wondering who the because they showed at like one point he's annoying, like but how, Eddie Kingston uh, knows how to talk on the mic. Oh yeah, that's that's another thing too. Anything with Kenny or uh, Eddie Kingston that he did, especially like I gotta throw this in too. It's just an honorable mention: the Eddie Kingston versus John Moxley match was by far awesome. I just didn't, and like, there's too many good matches where I enjoyed it, where I'm just like, I don't know what else to fucking put on here. It's like, <laughs> oh, I'd agree. And my favorite, especially my favorite match is just like, come on, man. Well, the funny thing is the majority, the vast majority that I found were AEW matches that I liked the most, most of the year. Like, yeah. And I think I mentioned this on prior WWE pay-per-view, you know, podcast was that the wrestling on AEW is far superior to me right now than WWE has. Um, but yeah. uh, anyway, you don't know what my number two is. Brody yeah. Lee versus Cody Rhodes for the TNT Championship, the the dog collar match. Yeah, that was my number yeah. two, and. And I think as we were watching, because I don't know if we were watching it together or we talked about it that week, um, but I remember mentioning how much I liked the match, but I was surprised that they did it on Dynamite. <laughs> and that yeah. Cody Rhodes beat him. That was the, those two things that happened uh, were surprising. However, now that, you know, you know go, you go back chronologically and now, it might make sense why Cody beat him that night because yeah. I think he might have been yeah. sick. And, yeah. Or he could have been having issues. He could yeah, have I mean, been so, anything going so on. So it almost kind of puts it in perspective because I remember that week I was, I was talking about it. Like I thought it was weird that they gave the title up. Yeah, because you thought, especially with the Dark Order, you, uh, you sensed that they had uh, plans in order for them, right? Like that they were trying to build to like at least Brody Lee going for going against John Moxley or Kenny Omega or some shit. Because like the way that they're building the Dark Order is kind of like the huge stable that's trying to take every belt yeah. type of thing, or at least try to put. At, it's kind of like a cult version yeah. of the NWO, really. Especially on being the elite, they're doing it where, like, they're like, do you want to drink the, uh, what's it called? What do they say? Uh, oh, yeah. Do you want to drink the Kool-Aid? So they have, like, purple Kool-Aid that they hand out to people. <laughs> so they were there and they were trying to, like, coerce people to go in. And I think that's one of the main reasons why Cole Cabana became in the okay. Dark Order. But, uh, no, that we're talking about that. I was thinking about like because that's the main one that I was thinking of. It was either Cody and Darby Allen or Cody and Brody Lee, and that's what I was like, "Fuck, that was and that." And I was just like, "Yeah, that has to be my number one." So, so Brody versus Cody was your number one. That's pretty funny because yeah, I thought that like, because... <laughs> I thought that that wouldn't be on your <laughs> list at all. I mean, I thought I was pulling a like. Really, I 
picked that as my number two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I picked that. Yeah. The two matches you wanted to pick as number one as my two and three. So it's kind of funny. Well, I mean, that's why I have to admit, what's it called? Well, you say your stuff, and then I'll go afterwards, really. And because I have more stuff to talk about, especially the full gear stuff. And Oh, so AEW you're number anyway. one. You're, talking about, you're, you're wanting my number one. Is that what you're saying? So my number one yeah, is Kenny yeah, yeah, Omega yeah. and Adam Page versus the Young Bucks at Revolution. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I didn't get to watch I went back and watched it. So like... that's why, because um, oh. uh, when I got that membership or whatever, I was able to see some stuff. Uh, oh, so, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's anyway. yeah, that was by I mean, far, like, if, you, if you have a chance to watch that one, that was easily the best one to me. And, you know, I'm not a huge yeah. tag team guy. So, as you can tell through most of my top five, it wasn't in my – I don't have other – Oh, yeah. Like, uh, what's it called? I just think about, like, anything that stands out, like, where I'm like, can oh, it I did rewatch it. this again? Oh. And sure, like, sure, there's other matches that I could rewatch again, like, that I haven't mentioned. But it's mostly because – my uh favorite pay-per-view of the year i was uh, i was trying to think of like all the pay-per-views that we watched that stood out and stuff like that and the main one was fucking full gear that was like the first other than other than all in right other than all in the before they even started this was the first pay-per-view that i saw of like AEW stuff and like i enjoyed it like, because I could have added, like, some takeover events and stuff like that, but, like, there's some takeovers that I love more than the ones that they've done the past couple of years, or at least this year, like, the Halloween Havoc and stuff like that. I enjoyed those, but, like, there's some that were from a few years ago oh. that were just way better, like TakeOver Philadelphia yeah, and shit like that. Far, the so, best like, pay-per-view was AEW Full Gear, and it, and it was... Yeah, that's not, because it was fully saying, stacked. Yeah. I mean, from top to bottom, there wasn't a bad match. Yeah, and they had some of the um, like they finally had the dream match between FTR and the Young Bucks. They had Hangman versus Kenny Omega. They ended up having Darby Allen versus Cody. They ended up having more. Yeah, I think that was when that was on there. Yeah, because I think the week before that, yeah, was Darby Allen and Cody match. was at full gear. But uh, yeah, and, and but like all the matches were good, and we talked about this during our podcast and, and stuff like that. Anyway, like talking about how much we liked the whole thing, and then I was just like, okay, I'm thinking about best pay per views. Okay, there's been consistently good WWE pay-per-views over the past, like, six months, but the only one that was standing out that I was just like, I could re-watch this more than once is Full Gear. Like, John Silver and shit. And like, oh, yeah, I could watch that pay-per-view that again. Like, uh, that's what I'm saying. I could, I'm like, same with All In. Like, when I watched All In, I could re-watch this shit and be like, this is where... I remember, AEW that was the one I missed. I think... Shit. Um, you watched it, or you bought it, right? That was the very first one. Yeah, I but, bought uh, it, yeah. That, the only ones we had bought since then was Full Gear, right? But we're going to buy the rest of them going forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. By far, Full Gear was 
But yeah, by far best pay per view. And this comes from like where it was like iffy during, I think it was All Out, the mm-hmm. one where Matt Hardy fell. And sure, sure, like there's been missteps with AEW. They've made some mistakes, but I mean, at least they fully own up to like whenever they well, make mistakes point, and shit. Remember when they first know? started, I was saying, oh, they're becoming another WCW with all their decisions. But I think some of these lately yeah. that they're making are different. Yeah, and like how we were talking about Brody yeah. Lee in the beginning, that them saying like, I don't know if they're saying that they were gonna rename the TNT Championship and then come up with another one, or if they were just giving him that title belt and then making a new looking title belt that's called the TNT Championship, and then just yeah, giving it to him for either. life, and. Then, yeah, and that was like the sweetest thing that they could have done. They didn't have to do that shit, you know, like them being like, "Hey, I'm going to put out more money to redesign a whole nother championship that we just got fixed just a few months ago." I think it's only been around for like 3 or 4 months mm-hmm. maybe, maybe 6 months. So I mean, them like redoing a whole championship just because somebody passed away that they cared for. It says a lot of shit for yeah, the yeah, forum. <laughs> and like I said, the biggest thing to me was the Twitter outpouring for the guy. I mean, it was all over the place. Mm-hmm. And not just, you know, not just AEW. It was mostly WWE people I saw. Yeah, like especially Xavier Woods. Everybody. And, like pretty much everybody, man. Yeah, like everybody that they everybody. showed. Like, like even like... Like talking about Miro or Rusev or Rowan and, and, and stuff AEW like that, showing now? pictures. Rowan, huh? or was he just there? Because I don't know because if they were just having him there. The I mean, like he's not under he contract. Was. It was anymore. weird when I saw him on on Dynamite. I was like, yeah. Well, I know that he was up on his contract, and I think his no compete clause was already up. And maybe they were trying to lead into, like, at one point doing something with him joining the Dark Order, right? But also, at the same time, they could have just, like... Because I know, I think they were talking about he was taking bookings at the time. So, um, But, I mean, you never know. He might have just went in there just to, like... That was just interesting to see him on. And that's the main one that I felt super bad for, like, mm-hmm. other than his family, right? Because you think about, like, how long oh, yeah, they were yeah. tagging for. They were tagging for fucking years, right? Practically ever since they were in WWE, probably, like, when they were in the Wyatt family. And even when they split them up, yeah. they still brought them together again. So you know that they were, like, super close, or at least you would think. And that was the main one that I was like worried about when they did the Twitter thing. It's like he he didn't say anything for a few days. It seemed like, and then when he finally went on Instagram and he talked yeah, he about him just on the show and stuff like that, it's like, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's just like that's the main thing. It's like that's the one thing that I have respect for for AEW. It's like. I'm like, some people, they don't put on the contracts, but then they highlight certain wrestlers, like how they had Rock and Roll Express on one time. 
I think that was for whenever they unveiled the tag championships too. And then they had Bret Hart come out for, I think, the AEW championship. So, I mean, like, they were just probably like, hey, do you mind, like, doing this stuff as, like, a show of Mm -hmm. respect type of thing? You know? And that's one thing that WWE just, I don't know. And WWE does well enough when it comes to the Hall of Fame and shit. But, like, they focus too much shit on, like, uh celebrities right they want to be bigger than they are and that's uh, i think that's always been their problem is that they've always tried to be bigger than who uh, like they want to be the center of attention type of thing or at least to me like that's why they always ended up having wrestlemania where they had celebrities there and stuff like that but i mean that's just me though but anyway i'm supposed to be talking about favorite things (laughs) of the year (laughs) But uh, definitely, uh, all these matches you should check out, really, especially if, if you have WWE Network and stuff like that. And I'm trying to think of anything else that we, uh, anything, any other favorite moments and stuff that we've had from, like, the past year. I, I like how they finally uh, did stuff with Bailey and Sasha, which we talked about on the podcast before. Um, what well, one of the best things they did was not but, re-sign yeah, Brock. No one else yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. before uh, even WrestleMania though, this year, we'll see. Rumors are, you know, they could yeah. be bringing him back. But you know, if you look at Brock lately, he's got a big ass beard, and he looks like he's nicely retired at this point. So, yeah. Well, I mean, like, how no. much money uh, money do you need after you're getting like fucking nine million or some shit a year for doing your fucking bullshit, like showing up five days out of oh, the year? So if somebody then was I mean, give me that money? like, how much? Uh... Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, uh, eventually there would be a point where you wouldn't Wait, need yeah, any more money. But, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but if they kept paying me to come back for five days yeah. a year. I'd keep going yeah, true that. Up. I mean, yeah. that's a lot of yeah. money. I mean, so. yeah, that's uh, that's yeah. probably best moment of the year. Brock being gone. <laughs> that's, 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 that was, that was my list. Yeah. <laughs> We're like number one. Brock being gone. <laughs> Uh, now I just hope this upcoming year they actually and book the best the thing we can right. say is 2020 oh. is officially over. It's hopefully over. Yeah, yeah, I know. Shit it's shows. the whole shit show, man. Oh, shit. Well, I guess on that, it would have probably been a little bit longer if, like, well, yeah, uh, Joe could have been here, but he's matches been and... some... Yeah. And he was kind of having difficulties trying to figure out, like, his favorite matches, too. And I was like, that's why it should just be favorite moments, yeah. but I like to mention shit anyway. Uh, but, yeah, I'm very intrigued with what they well, do like, over the next year. Know, we're so. intrigued with how and, things will go. And, you know, not only WWE at this point, but AEW, too. As you can see with our ratings, we felt that AEW had a much better year than WWE did. Um, so maybe... 
Well, I mean, they were like beating uh, NXT in the ratings for I think probably eighty percent of, of the year, uh, probably the Monday Night Wars. But it's Wednesday Night Wars now with eight. Yeah, the only difference is is that AEW is not nearly as no, big as yet. like but WWE I mean, is. But I mean. I mean, they're just a publicly traded company now, and they have like so many people putting money into it that, yeah. of course, it's big as shit now. But it still ain't going to be as big as the NFL and all the other sports places. But I mean, that's just though. my opinion, though. But uh. I, the funny thing is, is yeah, you I know, know that's WWE, what I'm saying. It's like you can say what you want about them, but they're the ones that really started all these individual streaming services <laughs> they came out with WWE Network oh, yeah, it, it showed WWE other Network, yeah. companies you know like HBO Max probably wouldn't be around Disney Plus probably wouldn't be there yeah because I mean it kind of started with Netflix but I mean WWE it really Network took Network off of that WWE Network up. even though and the WWE Network because Netflix has been around yeah. since what 2000 and something it was. It wasn't really until the network came yeah. on that they said, "Oh, we can put all our stuff on our," and then charge people to. Yeah, yeah. Every cutting the cord has really changed it too. But <laughs> you know, I think that's one thing that WWE did right. Yeah. Oh, I still Even though that they I still need to fix it, bucks but paper, you know. Yeah. Yeah, if we're doing it for AEW, can you imagine if we had to do it for both? I mean, yeah, I know, I I know. I just remember we used to end up getting pay per views when we were younger and shit too. So, (laughs) and that was like I think fifty bucks a month anyway, but still, never pay for them. Yeah, Um, but yeah. Anywho, yeah, but uh, I guess that'll be it for the 2020, and we will look ahead to 2021 now. I mean, this is like in 2021 when we're doing it, but whatever. I mean, it's only a couple days, yeah. So, we're gonna do an AEW one next weekend, is that uh, something like that? I was thinking about, I don't know. We'll be doing okay. something in the next week or so. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let, I'll let everybody know, I'm sure, like, whenever we do plan it out. I know we got something at least. Well, next week, I know like we're going to graveyard or other pit, one of our. Like and then, oh, yeah. We got we that. And then, yeah, I don't know, maybe do. Oh, yeah. We got yeah. D&D on Tuesday, too, I think, as long as everything permits. But, uh. If you like all this stuff, uh, just comment on all of our social media stuff, which is the Heart of Geek. Same with the Twitch channel, Heart of Geek. And uh, we will talk to you guys for, I don't know, like a week or something. uh, Listens. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Kind of special thing. Yeah. But yeah, just look forward to it, especially if you made it this way. And we're thankful f- for having you guys around. So All right, see we will guys. talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye.